0: First thing we need to do is classify the carbohydrates we can simply classify them by structure so they would be simple which would be a mono or a disaccharide or complex which is anything bigger those would include oligosaccharides polysaccharides and fiber we can also classify them by how they respond in the body so glycemic index versus glycemic load how quickly does your blood glucose rise The other thing we need to figure out is, are they digestible or not? In the early 1900s, there was a decrease in total carbohydrate intake. The result of this was basically a 40% decrease in fiber consumption. From 1960 to 2000, there was an increase in carbohydrate consumption, but fiber intake remained the same. What this means is that we increased refined carbohydrates. Most increases came from sugar, and sugar intake went up by 33 percent. The increased consumption of refined or simple carbohydrates has been implicated as one of the causes of obesity and rise in chronic disease. We need to consume more unrefined, which means whole grains, vegetables, fruit. We need to limit carbohydrates that are refined, so uh, sweetened drinks, cookies, and candy. How do you always know what you're eating? One way is to start with the front of package labeling. The stamp in the upper left says whole grain. That means it has at least eight grams of whole grain. It can also contain refined grains. The stamp on the right says 100% whole grain. That means all grains must be whole grains and the minimum requirement must be 16 grams of whole grain per serving. If you look at this, the slide on the right, it talks about added sugars. We know that we're eating more sugar. 16% are basically 32 teaspoons a day, which is 150 pounds a year or six cups per week. These are just empty calories. They're calories with little to no nutrients. What you have to wrap your head around is that sugar is sugar. We've already talked about pop and fruit juice, and everybody assumes fruit juice is better. But when you remove it from its source, you're not consuming it with the fiber, the vitamins, the minerals found in that original fruit. You're simply drinking the sugar out of the fruit. The first thing we need to do is classify by structure. So these are the monosaccharides. They all have the same configuration, C6H12O6. They're just all arranged differently. Technically, the result of breakdown of more complex carbohydrates results in these simple sugars. We know from digestion that this is the absorbable form, glucose, fructose, and galactose. They cannot be broken down any further. Glucose is going to be the principal monosaccharide in your body. It's a six-member ring. If you're looking at a food label, it can also be called dextrose, and typically we refer to it as blood sugar. We typically eat it as part of a disaccharide or starch. If for some reason you refuse to eat glucose, your body can actually make its own. Uh, animals have the ability to do this. You should already know, but but see if you don't know, see if you can find out what the process of making glucose out of something that is not is called. The bottom center shows fructose. It can be a 5 or 6 member ring. It can be called levulose on a label. We also tend to think of it as fruit sugar. Um, It doesn't cause a large rise in blood glucose, so because of this, sometimes it's used in diabetic products. I'm not going to tell you why, but think back to digestion. Why would fructose possibly not cause a big rise in blood glucose? Um, Fructose is going to account for 8 to 10% of people's total energy intake, primarily because it's in the form of high fructose corn syrup. The upper right shows galactose, Um, galactose is usually not free meaning you don't eat galactose typically you're getting it as part of lactose and lactose breaks down into glucose plus galactose disaccharides are also simple carbohydrates basically you're putting two monosaccharides together and they're going to form a carbon oxygen carbon bond Um, I call it a condensation reaction because water is removed when they're joined you might have learned it as a dehydration reaction So maltose is a minor constituent of a few foods. It's primarily produced when starch breaks down. It can be found in beer, cereal, uh, germinating seeds. If you see the phrase malt sugar. Sucrose accounts for 25% of the total caloric intake in the United States. It's basically white table sugar. It's the only sweetener that can be called sugar on the ingredients list. Lastly, you have lactose. That's milk sugar. It's the least sweet, um, and it can be broken down because it's in shorter chains. There's going to be two types of bonds, alpha and beta bonds. Alpha bonds can be digested by human enzymes. Sucrose and maltose have alpha bonds. Beta bonds cannot be broken down by human enzymes when they are part of a long chain. So that's the exception is the length of the chain. Fiber has beta bonds fiber tends to be very long we can't digest it lactose is only a disaccharide and it still has beta bonds but because it's only two units most people can still break it down so again simple carbohydrates are monosaccharides and disaccharides something considered complex is anything over two units long so anything bigger than a disaccharide is considered complex what we also need to classify, um, are they digestible or indigestible? So, digestible will be starch and oligosaccharides, indigestible, oligosaccharides, resistant starch, and fiber. Oligosaccharides are 3 to 10 units long. If they're eaten in their natural form, they are not digestible. Um, there's another way to look at these things, and it's, it's when they're considered digestible. This basically means it was created by digestion. We'll talk about this in class, but I want you to think about this and think how something can be considered an oligosaccharide through the process of digestion. Polysaccharides are things that are greater than 10 units long. So they're still complex, but they're just longer than an oligosaccharide. They can be all the way up to 3,000 units long. They're going to be the most abundant dietary carbohydrates. Most polysaccharides of nutritional importance are simply long strings of of glucose. The bottom right slide shows three examples um, of a complex carbohydrate, so glycogen, starch, and fiber. The upper left slide just shows starch. Starch can be 300 to 1,000 units long. This is how plants store their energy and it's the major digestible polysaccharide in your diet. It's going to typically account for 50% of your total carbohydrate intake. Starch is considered available energy. That means the body can break it down and it's available for use. There is going to be two types of starch. So amylose and amylopectin. The top right shows amylose. It's a straight chain. It has a 1-4 linkage, which I'll show you in class. Um, It's linear, can be a helical chain, but it's basically straight. It can be up to uh, 20,000 glucose units long. The bottom center is amylopectin. This is a huge, highly branched chain polymer of glucose. It can be up to 1 to 2 million units long. It has both 1,4 linkages like amylose, but at its branching point, it has a 1,6 linkage, which really isn't digestible. These branches allow amylopectin to form a stable starchy gel, which enables it to retain water. And I'll give you some examples in class, but food manufacturers love the idea that this can retain water. The upper left slide just shows, again, uh, the difference between the structure of amylose and amylopectin. Uh, The bottom right is glycogen. This is uh, how animals store their glucose. Um, it's basically linked by 1-4 bonds. And if you had to pick, it looks more similar to amylopectin than it does to amylose. Um, so it's much more complex. There's a great advantage to having this highly branched structure. Think about why that you why you would want your glucose stored in a branched fashion as opposed to a straight chain. How much carbohydrate do you need? The RDA or the DRI is actually 130 grams per day, and that's a number you need to know. This is based on the average minimum used by the brain. It's also the amount needed to prevent ketosis, which we'll talk about much more detail at a later time. The acceptable macronutrient distribution range is 45 to 65%. This is primarily met right now by refined grains and diets that are low in fiber. Uh, So, again, making the point that we need to eat more fiber. Men need 38 grams per day of fiber. Women need 25 grams per day of fiber. And we're averaging 14 to 15 grams per day. These, again, are just your examples of indigestible polysaccharides, fiber-resistant starch oligosaccharides. So again, oligosaccharides are 3 to 10 units long. In their natural form, they're found in things like onions, bananas, beans, garlic, cabbage, and asparagus. Humans and other monogastrics, which would be things with one stomach, pigs and poultry, for example, do not have the enzymes to break them down. Things that are undigested reach the large intestines undigested. Bacteria will act on it and produce a short chain fatty acid, which is gas. If you struggle with these things, you can actually take an over-the-counter enzyme to help break them down. The slide on the bottom right gives two examples, so raffinose and stachyose. Uh, One is a trisaccharide, the other is a tetrasaccharide. Resistant starch is not digestible for one of two reasons. The natural structure protects it, or cooking will alter it. So, for example, when I cook pasta, it should become more digestible. When I put that pasta in the fridge and cool it down, and I take it out to eat the leftovers, part of it has become a resistant starch. It escapes digestion and behaves like a fiber. Foods high in resistant starch are legumes, unripe bananas, cold-cooked pasta, rice, and potatoes. The bottom right slide starts to address fiber this will be covered in class but just it's written right there there's going to be two types viscous and non-viscous again know these numbers men need 38 grams a day women need 25 grams per day please try to come to class prepared to answer those few questions that were posed throughout the podcast please also come with any additional questions